Welcome everyone to the Pantheon of M. I am Ray. I am Evie. I am reviewing um, Incredible Hulk starring uh, Edward Norton and his struggle to, I guess, trying to stay alive in a precarious situation by himself. I've got a problem. There are aspects of my personality that I can't control. See you shrink. It's a little bit more complicated than that. Bruce, trust me when I tell you I've heard them all. Not this one. We've never seen anything even close to your levels of exposure. That you survived an event like that, it's beyond my comprehension. I don't want to control it. I want to get rid of it. As far as I'm concerned, that man's whole body is property of the U.S. Army. They want it as a weapon. If we let it go, we will never get it back. When you think of the Hulk, you think of Ang Lee's Hulk. They're five years apart, yeah. but it's like... Um, it's like the, the what's what's the expression, the red-headed stepchild of the MCU. Like yes. it's, it's not part of the MCU. Right. They deliberately not want the um, associate that Hulk with the Incredible Hulk. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, you're right. right. What did you think? Um, going back, the last time I saw this film was in theaters. Eleven years. Because I'm going off the bad taste of seeing Ang Lee's film, okay. and coming out of that film confused. And bewildered. It wasn't a perfect film in any sort because uh, Louis Leterrier was an action director. He did the Transporter films okay. and Jet Li's Unleashed. So, like, you, you have more of that. The fact that we're from Toronto, you know, you're from the town where they're filming this, you know, this is not Harlem. This is not, you know, <laughs> I know where that street is. I know where yeah. that is. Yeah. I mean, there was a controversy you might have heard with um, uh, Edward Norton's uh, scenes that were cut off that he directed. He, he's, he kind of co directed. Uh, and wrote some scene, several scenes, oh, okay. and the film was it would it would have been three hours over three hours long, wow. but they cut all of Norton's uh, work because uh, he wanted to have more of a dramatic and more backstory. Oh, okay. So, but and Disney wanted to have more uh, action oriented. So anything that was to give you more exposition uh, that was removed. So, um, Norton's 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 cut, if you want to call it, you know, like the Zack Snyder cut, which doesn't exist. Uh, it was removed from the piece. Did you see the uh, unseen intro on the DVD? Uh, if you get the DVD or the Blu-ray, there is the uh, alternate intro to uh, The Incredible Hulk where he tries to kill himself in the Arctic. I don't know if you know that, saw that. No. So he's isolated from the world itself and stuff. And I guess the idea is because in case he go turns into the Hulk, he can't harm anyone. And just before he uh, is about to pull a trigger or work with a gun, the Hulk steps in and stops him and you see the hand uh, turn green and stuff so you don't see you see that the eyes flicker green and you kind of get a piece of it and he causes an avalanche on the glacier that he's on and what you don't know is that there's also a little easter egg in that scene too uh, I saw it I didn't see it but apparently there is um, when the, just before the the glacier uh uh, collapses and uh, you have avalanche you see it, you get to see it for a fraction of a second Captain America being unearthed in the block of ice. Okay. So you see a blue figure and the shield. Now, I, I just saw it again last night, and I didn't see it, but apparently there is uh, some things in there. Now, at that point, this is 2008, uh, Chris Chris Evans wasn't involved with it. He wasn't even hired yet. Yeah. So this was like a blue character, a blue image, and a shield. Yeah. That was it. So it was like you were saying, it's a soft 
sequel, but more of a reboot, you know? Because yeah. it because it, Hulk, that's the Eric Bana, Ang Lee movie, it ends in South America, and this yeah. one starts in South America. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and and they don't, and it's not, this one isn't really an origin film, but there, were, there are flashbacks. Yeah. But the flashbacks are more catered to um, the Bill Bixby series. Mm-hmm. When uh, Norton was uh, promoting uh, Motherless Brooklyn, he was on the Joe Rogan show. Did you watch, watch, see that or anything? No. Well, um, he was talking about uh, his his love for the Hulk. He, he, he was a fan of Bill, Bill Bixby and, and, mm-hmm. the, and the idea of it and that and his take on the Hulk and what, what he was trying to, to um, uh, bring to the, the audience. In this version was to create a super soldier, uh, not serum, but uh, a way to help protect the soldiers. You're right. Yeah. You know, and and in this case, like he referred to, like Prometheus, how he stole fire from the gods, mm-hmm. and but as a result, it was yeah. cursed by it. Yeah. You know, uh, so and and of course, Banner was cursed by having this power. Right. You know, so it was it was kind of giving that kind of Shakespearean yeah, experience to it. Um, so well, let's get to the, some of the segments we do. Uh, what is your most memorable scene of uh, the Incredible Hulk? Yeah, Hulk um, actually did a lot of damage in Brazil in that he fought to survive, you know, because his wife's, well, I forget her name, but Betty, Betty, Betty yeah, um, you know, she was um, trying to stay alive you know, against a foe that is ch- chasing after him, you know, um, from a guy that hates him, which is Betty's dad, and the monster abomination. I think it's in the trailer. It's when they're in New York City. It's uh, Bruce Banner and uh, Betty Betty Ross. Uh, they're about to go into the subway. He's like, "No, you want me to go into the subway with a bunch of angry people in a closed environment?" Mm. And they take they take a cab, and it's it's the one of those uh, stereotypical Euro cab drivers, okay. and he's recklessly driving through New York City, mm. and and Bruce is barely holding on, coming the Hulk in the drive, yeah, yeah. and they finally get to the destination, and. Betty loses her mind screaming at the cab. He says, "You're you're a maniac," mm-hmm. and um, and then the line that, he, that Bruce uh, gives to Betty, uh, you know, I have a technique that could help you calm your anger, <laughs> you know. Oh, oh. <laughs> and she and she looks at him and she goes, "Zip it, we're walking." And that's the scene that I remember very vividly, and yeah. it's it's sort of like ironic to uh, the whole thing. So you know, like the the soldiers that Bronska brings in, they yeah. they all got taken out he smashes them yeah exactly you know <laughs> what's gonna happen you know yeah. is anybody else gonna come in or no i mean yeah, blonsky was the only one who's to, to survive that ordeal yeah. no yeah, i think he was yeah you know it's like yeah i like the hulk i wonder what what the damage will be like collateral <laughs> damage and stuff i yeah i like anything with the hulk in it though so yeah, that kind of leads to what I'm going to say next. Is the the scene we're referring to that uh, leads into that scene yeah. is is the chase scene in the pavilion yeah. in South in South America. Yeah. Um, it's like it's kind of like like parkour. Well, it's kind of like a Jason Bourne chase yeah. through the um, that kind of inner gang inner streets yeah. of Brazil. They actually went yeah. to Brazil and shot that, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's a, it's a very beautiful scene and. Um, 
it reminds me of a movie called City of God. I, I don't know if you've seen that movie. No. Uh, that came out in 2002, so maybe like five years or six, six years before this. And it's about inner city gang rivalry fighting and but two friends. Uh, it's a beautiful film. And uh, Louis Leteria, what he got, it's a good sequence. But uh, City of God, it's such a beautifully well shot film. That uh, seeing this, and I remember, I remember seeing City of God first, and then no, based on seeing that, I got more of an appreciation of what of what's in the corners and what's the the actual uh, uh, history and the characters that exist in that kind of environment. So, which leads to my double feature. So I go, if you want to see this movie, I'd recommend seeing City of God to to go with this film. Okay. What is your uh, double feature? Would you recommend to go with this movie? I would say maybe the first Avengers. Uh, they both have a fold um, that wants to um, kill them. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so in this case, they're both trying to stay alive from a, a monster, you know, um, like who wants them um, dead. So they're, so they're just trying to survive. I'll mention some of the cameos in this film. And Stanley's cameo, which I like, he's the guy in Milwaukee who drinks the pop bottle that has uh, Bruce's uh, painted blood in it. Oh, okay. So that's, and he gets a, a kick, a jolt, oh. from having some of the Hulk's blood. Uh, we do get from Bill Bixby. He watches the television show of The Courtship of Eddie, okay. and that's one of uh, Bill Bixby's earlier TV series, okay. because he's passed away, of course, and so yeah. that's his uh, cameo appearance. Wow. And uh, Stanley's Pizza, which is not Stanley. And the guy, his name is uh, Peter Souls, and Souls is the original voice of the 1960s cartoon version of the Incredible Hulk. So if you remember the old series, this is, um, I, I don't even want to sing the intro because the intro is kind of cheesy. Do you remember the, the cartoon series? No? Okay. Uh, I got to show it on YouTube. It's just the intro is just so bad. Um, we also have the security guard, which was uh, Lou Ferrigno. Oh, making, yeah, yeah, making, yeah, yeah, I remember that scene. Wow. Making his appearance. Yeah. And then, of course, you have uh, the, the little Easter eggs, or if you want to call them Easter eggs, of characters that are in the mythology of the, of the Hulk. You have the leader, which was uh, Samuel Stearns, mm -hmm. played by, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the three, uh, Tim, Tim Blake Nelson, okay. right? Mr. Blue. Right. Uh, you had uh, Doc Sampson, Leonard Sampson, played by uh, Ty Burrell. Mm, yeah. okay. And you know who Doc Sampson is in terms of the characters of the comic book? He was, he was a shrink for his banner for a while in the comic books. In the comic books, no. No? Okay. okay. Yeah. And, um, and of course, you had Mr. McGee. You had a blogger oh, named okay. McGee. So there was a little send-ups to the old series, there's send-ups to the, the cartoon, and of course the, the original series itself. And of course uh, how he became the Hulk in the chair and getting right. zapped in the yeah. flashback. So uh, so it's very nostalgic and loyal to um, the memory of the history of, of the Incredible Hulk. Mm -hmm. I really came across liking about, like mm -hmm. it took the time to acknowledge um, oh. where it came from, mm -hmm. you know? And the people who created it, so I, I like that. And uh, to me, and that's how it, it differentiated itself from Ang Lee's uh, film. I mean, because Ang Lee was just—it was—he was going for a dramatic uh, interpretation of it. Yeah. This is one of the films that's in the MCU. This is actually 
part of the MCU canon. So there are six films in the phase one. So if you had to rank this, where would you rank this particular movie out of for phase one? As in good? Or as well, in... one to six. Quick recap. Uh, phase one is Iron Man 1 and 2. It's uh, The Incredible Hulk. It is the Avengers film. It is Captain America. And it's the first Thor film. Your ranking will change because we haven't reviewed the other films yet. But as it stands right now, mm-hmm. where would you rank, in your mind, would you rank The Incredible Hulk out of the six films? I'd say two. So really high up there, huh? Well, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like The Hulk and Thor Thor number two. Didn't really like it. Well, that's phase two, so we haven't gone there yet. No, I, The Hulk is... Okay. You know, the action was there. There's a bit of drama. And I don't know. Okay, well, just, I I know you, you've seen Captain America and you've yeah. seen the first Iron Man. Yeah. So, and you say Hulk is two. So, you say it's, abo- so it's above which one? What would be one and what would be two? Um, I would say Thor might be number one. Oh, so then you would say... Sorry. No, so if Thor is one, Hulk is two, then Captain America and Iron Man would be th- yeah. lower tier? Yeah. Okay, no, that's cool. Yeah, I thought so. All right. No, you know, yeah, Thor was okay, mm-hmm. but anyway. No, but yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, we haven't gotten the but it's Kenneth Branagh. That was for me very Shakespearean, like oh, very, right. yeah, very. Sure. I have not seen that film since its theater inception. So, based on my memory of seeing it in theaters, my takeaway of it was like really thinking about the character's backstory mm-hmm. of like um, Thor's mother. Yeah. If you watch Endgame, it has a whole different connotation to oh, it too. Sure. Like it's. I mean, the only reason why Thor Dark World is even, like, extremely relevant now is because of Endgame. Like, so much so. Yeah, for sure. So, um, uh, lastly, in terms of the the looking glass of Endgame, uh, what are the pieces that are relevant to Endgame? Because it is, it is part of the MCU canon. So, what from there... And this is tricky because this is the one, this is the one film is not really part of the MCU, but it is part of the MCU. Yeah, you know, the first Avenger, because, again, they're, like, in a precarious um, situation where they have to fight somebody uh, like they don't know and and have to survive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and of course, the one-shots give reference to Abomination. Right. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. That was mm-hmm. cool. So, yeah, so I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has one line in the pilot that talks about it. So they try to make this canon in their own little way. Yeah. Okay, so with that, I will, I, I'm will. i done. So anything else? Well. Your, your ranking, there's no ranking for you. It's number two. Yeah, number two, definitely. Okay, I'm going to give it four. Okay. Four. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Uh, with that, I'm Ray. And I'm Evie. We'll talk to you later. Mm-hmm.